Hi, I'm Case Ellers. And I'm Mark Jones. And this is the In It Together podcast. No matter what level of experience you have in real estate, navigating the ever-changing real estate market can be tricky. Each week, my co-host Mark and I will bring you valuable tips, tricks, and trade secrets from our favorite industry experts, colleagues, and friends. Sit back and relax because we're about to get started. But most of all, I hope you realize that no matter how complicated the real estate industry can be, you're going to walk away knowing we're in it together. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, Case and I are going to be discussing how to create mindset for yourself and have great mindset habits. So Case, um, talk to us a little bit about um, mindset. Well, real estate is one of those careers that could be extremely rewarding, but it could also be super, super stressful. Right. And so mindset is just such a huge, important part for all of us in order to make sure that we're being effective for our clients, our businesses, but ourselves. You know, I think a lot of times we're having to be such givers that often we're not you know, we, we can't give if we have nothing to give, right? Right. So Mark, do you have any specific advice for anybody, you know, to keep their minds track on point, you know, on a daily basis or during the week? When yeah. Um, so one thing I think um, that I've always um, thought about is, well, first, I, let's talk about gratitude. Uh, gratitude is like one of those things that I think almost everything I've ever read talks about. Um, but I always felt like it was just a platitude, but it really does change your mindset. When you have a daily habit of, whether it's just thinking about what you're grateful for or making a list of what you're grateful for, um, and whether it's in the morning or the evening, I've heard a million different ways to do this, but basically it's having top of mind what you're grateful for, because it really changes the way you look at things. If you can get into that mindset, then you can see that the universe is happening to you and life is happening or happening for you rather, instead of to you. So you don't want to go through life feeling like the, um, that life is happening, uh, to you and feel like you're a victim to it. Right. So I think that's one of the biggest things that, um, I think is kind of universal in every, speaker, every uh, real estate person I've ever spoken with that has um, a high level of success, it's they they have a, a, a practice of mindset. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, and it takes practice to even get into gratitude as well. I mean, my real estate coach has always told me, he's like, when you're in a state of gratitude, you can't think a negative thought. I think they even did studies on that. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something I like to start my day with for sure. Uh, Especially when I'm really grumpy, like I spill my coffee on myself or someone in my elevator is rude to me or something. And I'm like, you know what? You're cut off in traffic. Yeah. Like I get to be in traffic. I I get to have this experience. You know what I mean? And it's reframing. It's so important. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, when we feel like we're in control, uh, we handle things better. And when we feel like there's something we can do about it. So if you feel like you're a victim to your circumstance, then you feel out of control. Um, and that's never a good feeling. And it just leaves you in sort of a negative mindset. So having that um, 
attitude of gratitude and feeling like this is all happening for me. It's supposed to happen. And even if I don't see it in the moment, this is a good thing. Yeah. Right. So I think that's one um, of the things that I, I look at. So besides gratitude though, um, I think a lot of real estate agents make the mistake of being attached to the outcome of what happens with a client. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things I learned when I started selling real estate was you can't be attached to the outcome. You just have to be attached to the process and helping people make good decisions. And if that means they end up not buying something, that's okay, right? And they will buy something eventually, or they may not never, never buy anything, but they'll hopefully if you take care of them, they'll be referring you like crazy. So one of my very first clients never bought anything. Um, she got cold feet. It wasn't the right time for her. And uh, I, I didn't, you know, push her. I didn't uh, stress her out about it. I didn't try to make her change her mind. I, we just talked through it. And it really felt like it wasn't the right thing for her. So I, you know, was tried to be grace, gracious about it with her. And she ended up referring me three or four people within the next couple of months. And those people ended up being like the staples of my real estate business because they referred so many people to me yeah when you align with that relationship instead of the outcome it does make a huge difference yeah and so many agents especially when they're in a scarcity mindset when maybe things aren't working out for them they start to focus in on the transaction and the dollar amount versus you know just feeling good around yeah. what what you're doing for that person and that relationship. You know, I'm sure you walked away from that buyer feeling like, okay, yeah, it's disappointing that I didn't get to sell her a house, but I feel really good that I helped her make the right decision for herself. Right. And, and, she, and I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. She clearly felt that way about you too, because she sent you all that referral business. Right. And, and that's the thing it's, you know, it's do the right thing in the moment for that person and the long-term takes care of itself. It's kind of like trusting the process with lead generation. You know, if you just do the activities, the results follow. And when you're not attached to the outcome and you just are attached to the process of helping someone and helping them make good decisions, whether it results in a purchase or not, or a sale or not, it's going to, it's going to work out for you in the, in the long run. For sure. What about you? What kinds of, uh, mindset things do you think about when you're trying to get through your week or day uh, in real estate? Meditation is really important to me because I have an overactive mind and a very ADD mind. Mm -hmm. And so it's very easy for me to mentally go on tangents or to almost like emotionally internalize things that are happening from external stimuli. And the one thing that has been um, just changed a lot has been meditating and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could literally be for me taking 20 minutes to write down my thoughts into a journal in the morning mm -hmm. and being able to put that energy somewhere and be constructive about it. And the one thing recently that I really took into account and that I realized that most of our negative thoughts have to do with fear. Mm -hmm. And if we could call out the fear and how we're feeling around situations, it really shifts our perspective. And we realize not only how much more control we have over it, but I think it also just generally makes us feel better because 
let, let's say I got into an argument with my partner and it's really just affecting how I'm showing up at work. Mm -hmm. And instead of me, you know, just dwelling on it and having grumpy thoughts and writing grumpy thoughts and instead say, I'm angry at so-and-so because I fear that we're going to break up or that they don't respect me and getting to the mm -hmm. core of it. Um, and I, I've done that even with real estate clients because there are times where, you know, we're working with people it's in, they could be very emotional and mm -hmm. all of their stresses become ours. And um, when you are able to identify their fears and where they're coming from and then process it, you know, it, it definitely makes a really big difference. So um, that's changed my life, honestly. Nice. That's one of those things that um, Jordan Fried talks about. Um, he talks about Oprah, right? And Oprah um, has a, she, she says she has a practice of when she is feeling fear, um, she writes it down. At, and the fear usually shows up in the form of a what if question, like what if this happens? What if he's mad at me? What if she breaks up with me? What if he does this? What if she does that? What if they don't buy the house? What if they, you know, they lose their job? It's, it's usually shows up as a what if question. So she said she's learned to write it down and then answer the question. Hmm. And by doing that, she takes the power away from it because she can then think through what she would actually do should that happen. And it takes the sort of nebulous fear away and it makes it more concrete and it makes it more um, easy to digest because she can sort of see what her path forward is. And I think that's where people get um, that anxiety from is when they don't know what to do. So I love that, that you've sort of identified that fear and, um, you know, thinking of it that way. Yeah, it's, it, everyone, when you realize that everyone has it and it's not just you, right. And how much it really does affect the way you, you show up and interact with people, because regardless if you, no matter what the emotion is, right. And I think, you know, this is why we're discussing mindset is you could feel any kind of way and it's easy for other human beings to recognize it, even if you do not. Right. And so that's another reason it's so important, you know, agents are showing up as the, their best selves because their clients could feel it. Like they, they talk about commission breath, right? When mm -hmm. people are really desperate to- I make hate that term, by the way. <laughs> I, I really- I just didn't know what else to call it, but no, but no, but yeah, I know. I, I, but it's been around forever. And it's so crazy. the first time I heard it, I'm like, ew. <laughs> I just think of everything bagels and onions and I don't want to be around. Um, so it's, but it's one of those things like people could sense how desperate you are. People could sense if you're fearful or if you're confident or feeling good. And so, um, yeah, I mean, for you, do you think that you had a time when you had a specific mindset shift in your business? Um, yes, I, uh, it actually wasn't in my business, but it was before I got in the business, but, um, and it was around sales actually. Um, I remember uh, I started working for a bank and um, I did sales, but I didn't see it as sales because all I was doing was uh, figuring out what someone needed, asking them questions and then you know, helping them find whatever account it was that they were trying to open um, to fit that need, whether it was, you know, 
Is it an installment loan or a line of credit? Is it if it's a line of credit, is it unsecured or is it secured? Uh, if it's secured, what is it secured with? So just asking questions and sort of thinking through the process. And then I took a sales class. Um, this uh, woman here in Atlanta, she I think she was from Kennesaw. Her name is Diane Barton. I'll never forget. And I haven't seen this woman in over 20 years, but to this day, I remember her name because she wrote three words on the board. She was a teacher um, and it was a sales training class. And she wrote three words on the board to start off the class. And it said, selling is helping. Mm -hmm. And I entered that class thinking salespeople were terrible. Uh, they were selfish. They were self-centered. They were only in it for themselves. And she really reframed my mindset around sales uh, to help me understand that selling is just helping people. And when I realized that um, and I decided to do real estate, I was thrilled because it's like, this is what I love to do. I love helping people. And I was good at sales. But if you had told me that when I first started in it, I, I wouldn't have been able to appreciate it because I would have thought you were insulting me by saying you're good at sales. And I love that she taught that because I know I had a very similar mindset shift because I, I didn't want to be salesy. Like no one ever does. Right? Like that's right. the number one complaint of real estate agents who, especially if they're new. And for me, it was so empowering, empowering can't talk today when I realized that for myself, because there are times, especially when you're on listing appointments or you're competing against another agent, you have to be very direct with people and you have to ask uncomfortable questions. And I was always nervous about doing that because I didn't want to feel rejected, but that completely went away when I was like, I'm helping this person by being direct and asking them the tough questions. Right. And by me doing that, not only did my sales go up and I sold a lot of homes, but it also felt really good because at the end of the day, I knew that that part of my personality needed to come out, not just to be successful as an agent and a salesperson, but because I also, like I said, wanted, I knew that I was helping people and it gave me the confidence to do that. Right. So it makes a really big difference when you accept that. Absolutely. The other thing I think is important to remember is that all mindset is, it's it's not a linear thing. It's not like I don't have the mindset and then I do, and it's there forever. Um, you can have a mindset shift so you can have a new paradigm that you think under, like we just talked about, but you have to constantly remind yourself, right? Like you have to remind yourself to be grateful and think about what things you can be grateful for in your life. You have to remind yourself to be positive. You have to remind yourself to um, see selling as helping because it is really hard to maintain one mindset because our brains aren't wired that way. We, we go all over the map with our emotions. So it's really important to make a practice of whatever um, mindset shift you wanna make. Um, the other thing I think cases uh, when, um, with mindset, I think a lot of people need to understand that shifting your mindset is the first step in changing your life. Um, if you want to be a $10 million producer and you're a $2 million producer right now, changing your identity, like changing your mindset to say, um, who am I? And 
if I'm a $10 million producer, what do I do? What activities do I do? And who do I need to start hanging out with to learn those habits, behaviors, activities so that I can be that person? But the first thing you have to do is start thinking of yourself as a $10 million producer and someone that's capable of that and someone that is already doing it because it changes the way your brain works. And it's it goes back to the reticular activating system in the brain um, that when you put something out there for your brain, it, it'll start finding ways to make it happen. And as a result, opportunities uh, are seen differently, um, challenges are seen differently, and success shows up because you're looking for it. It's so true. I mean, it's as similar to the conversation I have with new agents and everyone comes to me and they're all like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, that's really great. I mean, a hundred thousand dollars is great, but I always ask them, what's the most amount of money you've ever made in a year. And most of the time they say, well, I've not made a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe it's half of that or less. Sure. And I say, okay, so let's try to aim for $100,000, but why don't we first focus on getting you to make what you made in your last career? Because wouldn't you agree that there's a mindset shift that you need to make and from the activities you were doing to make $50,000 to then make $100,000? And so you're, you're completely right. I mean, and that applies to so many aspects. Like even I, I've gone through a health journey and fitness journey and you know, even just thinking about what you're eating and the activities you're doing around that. Mm -hmm. um, once you start applying it and you see the changes, you're like, okay, this makes more sense. Um, so it, it's, it is so important to, like you said, not only have the gratitude, but then the recognize how and with whom you're spending your time with and what activities you're focusing on to be that version of yourself you really want to be. Right. And who is that person? Right. Who is the person you want to be? And, you know, start thinking of yourself that way. And then you're going to go to work trying to fulfill that because your, your brain's going to feel the disconnect and want to behave differently and want to do different activities. I mean, and I think that's why so many people are attracted to our office. I mean, because of the fact that we have so many high minded people here. Right. And it, it, you know, it's palpable and it rubs off on people. So um, yeah, it's, it all goes hand in hand for sure. Well, they say that you're um, the, uh, some of the five people you spend the most time with. And um, that's sort of a cliche at this point, because I've heard it so many times, but it's so true. If you hang out with people that are thinking negatively, you're going to start behaving and thinking negatively. If you hang out with people that are solution oriented, you're going to start thinking about things from a solution perspective. So if you want to be around wealthier people, um, that'll help you move your mindset in becoming wealthier. If, to be a successful real estate performer, hang out with other top performers, find out what they do, listen to them, absorb their language, and it's going to change the way you think. Yeah, I agree. So what's the... What's the one thing that um, someone listening to this can take away and start doing today? Be mindful of your thoughts and be able to recognize in yourself when you need to make a shift in, in your thoughts. 
I think that's the biggest thing is just paying attention and go creating an action around it. I love that. Well, awareness is the first step to uh, solving any challenge. So I love that. Yeah. Nicely done. Well, awesome. Thanks for all your input, Mark. Sure. Well, that's all for us today. I hope you enjoyed our segment. Please don't forget to like and rate us on your preferred podcast platform. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts now. Um, because the more ratings we get, the more we can naturally build our audience with cool people like yourself. I'm Kay Sellers. And I'm Mark Jones. And we're in it together. <laughs>